Hi, you are listening to High Value Women, brought to you by the New Feminist Magazine. We are your hosts, Ellie Massiera Fielding. And I hope you Yuletide was gay. It's Adam Sarsby Rawlings. <laughs> Happy New Year, everyone. This is part two of the episode you're listening to last week. Yep, so Femi facts, Femi thoughts, they're out the window, but Shakira's alive, so there you go. <laughs> We're going straight in. Let's talk about... Um, Hmm. Books. Books. Oh my god. Um. Okay. Useless. I want to. I know you've not read it yet, but Yellow Face came out this year, and that and it won the um, Goodreads Award, and it was, I think, a really iconic but also really important read this year. So if you've not read it, read it. Um. It's on if, my like TBR at the top if, of it. If you don't like, <laughs> like unreliable or like hateable narrators then brace yourself but it's still worth reading i'll say that i've read babel by ark Kwang. oh um, i've not read that we need to do a little swap because... we really do and <laughs> that book is amazing it's one of the best books i've read in a top 10 of all time actually somebody told me that it was uh... <laughs> look at me acting like i have friends no tiktok <laughs> told me <laughs> that it was like dark academia vibes is that true it is i'm really into it, that oh it it fully is okay. but i will say as like i said this on like the last episode i think as a very hardcore post-colonialist um a lot of my identity as a hindu especially is tied in anti-colonialism it summarizes colonialism particularly through the lens of the british in a way that's accessible to people who don't know anything about it oh that's great but but delivers it in a way that is so informative and ties so many loose, disparate parts of the colonial project together. And the way that it frames China, particularly as a victim of colonialism, even though, because we don't talk about China a lot in colonialism because it was never formally colonized by a European power in the way that India or Jamaica or Nigeria was. Mm-hmm. It's a expertly written book that ties together so much. It's brilliant. Cannot cannot praise that book enough rf Quang, friend of the pod we know you're listening <laughs> we know you're listening <laughs> i love you girl oh my god but i want to talk about Ooh. another book Ooh. i argue the book of the year i know you're, i know what you're gonna say and i'm very excited do you know what i'm gonna say are you gonna say the woman and me of course i am yes okay we we've already talked about it again in another podcast but Brittany really like changed the game this year for autobiographies <laughs> like it was she really, really well everything aside uh, all the information all of the like bomb shell information that we got given all of that aside it's really well written like honestly award worthy i cannot get over the image of justin tim like strumming the guitar on a bathroom floor while she's like writhing in pain okay another thing that is gonna live rent free in my head for the rest of my life what the fuck like Justin Timberlake, I'm sorry, but you will never not be off the shit list. He really kenned. He really was like, let me play at you. I'll make you feel better. <laughs> okay, so wait, but real talk. was so accurate about that. Have you ever had a guy play guitar at you before? Have I? My first boyfriend was that. Like, that was a summary of his personality. That was the thing that he did it. It's the worst away. thing ever. He did it before I met him. Voice, voice note, video. Ellie, I'm so sorry that like I'm sorry. my soul just left my body for a moment. <laughs> I forget that people <laughs> I can't see, but Adam's face changed. The light left from my eyes. No, seriously, when I my first boyfriend when I was six, like my first proper boyfriend when I was sixteen, um, that yeah, he sent me he would send me videos all the time and like play at me constantly, um, and they're never that good oh no 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 it was really bad actually um it was really embarrassing as well because he told okay i'm so i'm outing this boy um but this i'll um, do it a little bit yeah so much fun um he told me that he was italian and he also got his mum to lie and say that she was italian and her parents were italian and they're a big big italian family (laughs) and um first of all lie like no one was italian table couldn't have been whiter they were scottish fucking scottish i'm a drink 
<laughs> so yes, the answer to that is yes, I have. Greta was accurate. Also, my mum had it from my dad really bad. So it's a universal oh, honestly, experience. I've been there so many times. Every time I see a guitar now, I'm like, that, this isn't going to work. <laughs> <laughs> Literally that. I'm also very curious. The um, book Down the Drain by Julia Fox came out this year, and I haven't read it yet. Me neither. I've not. I've been told it's a masterpiece. Really? Okay. I definitely... She said herself it was a masterpiece before it came out. Yeah, it's... I uh, <laughs> I definitely will, will read that because I've been really curious as well. Um, I love her, though. Like, I know she's had, like, questionable things or whatever, but, like, Miss Julia, I stay stunning. I also feel like, though, some of the hate she's got has been a perfect example of, like, misogyny. I feel like yes. some things happen, right? And I feel like the, like, pop culture and... Also, I think like the LGBT community, because they're a lot of the community is very pop culture orientated, very especially that. the younger generation, are guilty of this, of bigging up and praising women or like femme people. And then without even realizing it, like judging really hard when, they, when, it's, when it's probably not necessary. And I feel like Julia Fox ha- had a moment of that where I was like, is this necessary? Yeah. Um, like with the eyeliner and the I completely agree. The muse thing. Like I think maybe that was slightly it was sure it was funny, but like I think maybe unnecessary. Yeah, I'll agree with that. You know, I love Julia. I love her because I think she actually has some very poignant points about feminism. Yeah, um, I agree with that. And you know, I I love her for that. And I feel like a lot of her fame came up on TikTok. And another thing that also was big on TikTok this year was a conversation about Roman Empire. Yes. Oh, I I did an article on that one. <laughs> Fine, if oh, my, my time has come. <laughs> if you want to, if you want to learn about the, what happened with that, why everybody was talking about Roman Empire. Okay, so <laughs> I don't want to talk about it too much because spoiler alert at the end, we've got a list of things going to like pick our top of the year, and one of ours is Roman Empires. Mm-hmm. But so I'm not going to tell you what my Roman Empire of this year is or of life. Mm-hmm. Ellie knows it already. Mm-hmm. We have a group chat named after it. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait for you to share. But, um, interesting. The homoeroticism of it all. Yeah. So I find it very interesting as well because I do think it plays into the homoeroticism because of this, this like macho, macho, alpha discourse. I mean, we already know women say this constantly. Is, Is that... <clears throat> sorry we don't really care about bodies that much like a lot mm. of girls love um like a dad bod a lot of i love a dad bod yeah a lot of fans love a dad bod a lot of fans love like the sort of skinny like really skinny emaciated yeah. <laughs> vibes like timothy charmaine of it all yeah exactly like but there really isn't a specific like type there isn't like the sort of archetype in the way that there is for what men straight men exactly and the only the only people who appreciate and well not appreciate but like (laughs) go crazy for a like big like hunky guy are guys (laughs) like literally very that like that's the men are the only people who like that like men will tell their other guy friends like oh i want to look like this dude or you look so good bro but women don't really care and i feel like the roman empire is i said it in my article encapsulates um masculinity um yeah and i think yeah i think it's all well, a bit gay it was an era <laughs> it was an era of hyper masculinization and yeah honestly of colonialism which colonialism is an inherently masculine act mm-hmm. um you think about how men literally in time memoriam have invaded women's bodies mm. and the way they've invaded perceived weaker nations and actually in language around colonialism a lot of the time one of the main things they would bring up particularly i've read a lot of the discourse about india because mm. obviously 
Hindu history and just what I know from academic academic study, mm-hmm. a lot of the language around colonialism was inherently um, to do with describing Indians as more feminine than white men. Oh, right. Okay. There's a... See, this is the thing. Gender and misogyny is in everything. It really and is. the Roman Empire is an example of heightened, masculinized colonialism as yes. well as just type of article. masculinity. Yeah. Mm. I know, babes. I read it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm really reveling in this because this is the only article I wrote this year. <laughs> don't think i didn't read it i was like ellie's wrote one let me jump on that (laughs) by the way guys ellie is an incredibly talented writer and i'm gonna press her to write more articles next year i i feel like i've lost it honestly like that was really hard for me to write because i was like tripping over myself i it's it's literally Mm. like um i was about to say riding bike but no the opposite of that like you do have to practice yeah you do have to keep doing it because otherwise you fall out of it it's like speaking a language isn't it that's that's right. Yeah, exactly. But um, I will but stay an Ellie stan account. <laughs> like um, Ellie outsold. <laughs> thanks. Um... But that's that's very that. And I want to talk a little bit about how, in terms of masculinization and sort of gender politics a little bit more. Which one? Okay, everyone's yeah. internet husband <laughs> this year. Pedro Pascal. It I know has. that the Pedro hype really? has like you, passed somewhat. Are you all about I'm Pedro? still on that train. Oh shit! Yeah, I forgot. I forgot. A I Latin daddy? You. Are you joking? <laughs> but also, he's a he seems like a nice man. He does seem like a nice man. Actually, you know what? I think I'm just really apprehensive after every everything that happens. You know, with men, yeah. I'm just too. I'm very apprehensive to glorify Pedro. any any male in the. Although he he honestly he does seem really nice. Um, I know you listen, Pedro. Don't let me down. Bit like Ryan Gosling, like he seems really nice. <laughs> yeah, and he's just Ken. It's fine. He's just Ken, so we, we, it doesn't matter. Also, um, yeah. As Ken, I'm sorry, but he was hot. Yeah, obviously. I was like, oh my god, like honestly, I've always had a thing for him since the Notebook, though. So. That's oh, the real tea. Oh, oh my god! I was supposed to send you something and I forgot. But there, have did you see that thing um, about the notebook? Okay, we're going totally off topic here, and I'm happy to miss <laughs> that. But I have to tell you immediately about um, the relationship between Rachel McAdams and Ryan Rosling during the <gasps> notebook. Do you not know about it? No. Oh my god! Let me spill. Okay, so the I'll send you the video. But they absolutely dis each other i mean they were at each other's throat That's screaming at each blow. other you just wait for it but the um so you know this the boat scene okay they they would refuse to get in the boat with each other which means that they were never in the same boat and if you notice the camp there's never a shot of both of them in the boat because it was oh them God. and the director they had to do two takes like the boat went out with the uh, Rachel McAdams and the director and then again with Ryan Gosling they hated each other then one day the director was like guys this is getting out of hand this is becoming unprofessional apparently a lot of their um a lot of their like arguments and the like um I, would, I don't want to say hate that's a strong word but the like um feelings they had towards each other was about creative dis- differences like for the script and stuff um, so the director f- just locked them in a room and was like, sort it out, basically. We can't continue like this. Um, they came out of the room. They filmed the most iconic kiss scene we've ever had in history. And there's a quote from the director who said, I didn't have to direct nothing. <laughs> Obsessed. And then um, the- a year later... Um, they were spotted, obviously, recreating that exact kiss at the, uh, I think, was it the Oscars? Um, or something like the, I don't know, at an award show, they were seen recreating the exact kiss on stage, which announced that they were together. And then, obviously, their relationship was... Like, oh, shit. Let me rewatch that film. <laughs> in a, like, the, the, the haters, the haters? No, that's the enemies to lover, um... 
thing was strong. Like it made me view it in a whole different light. Now I I oh. watch that kiss and I'm like, like it's to not me flicking the bean. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh adam's gone now that's it <laughs> the end anyway thanks for listening <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> that's our theme tune by the way michaela alaskate maybe oh shit Okay, no, I do want to talk about this. I have some opinions on this. I also remembered an opinion I had earlier. So, strap strap yourself in. Pop First of all, before we get into Michaela, when we were talking about books, I had an opinion that I needed to share desperately. Is that there's a lot of book snobs coming out of woodwork this year. I don't care if you've had a BookTok account since the start of, of TikTok. People are allowed to read Icebreaker or Smut if they oh, want bro. to, or fairy porn, okay? Let them do what they want to do. People are reading. Also, audiobooks is also reading. That's a very inaccessible way of, yes. of thinking about I things. Hate that's that been a conversation. Mentality. Um and you can I'm a literature student. Like I am an academic. I have read those books. But at the moment, I'm in my smart phase. Let me live it. Okay. Very I'm good. still reading. So there's that. Second of all, Michaela. Um, I'm a Michaela fan. I love her. I think she's great. She's Portuguese. Portuguese recognises Portuguese. Portuguese recognises Portuguese. Um, what she did with Eyelash Gate, look, it was wrong, but she was trying to make money. So who am I to judge? <laughs> Ellie said, you know what? Get that back, Queen. <laughs> I will say this. I fucked with her because she didn't like do an apology video. She didn't acknowledge it. She just came back and said, look, here's the content. You leave, You like it or you don't. Exactly. And I think it actually, between her and Colleen, it shows there's a difference between, like, the old gen and new gen creators. Yeah, that's so true. I mean, imagine Michaela dropping, like, a rap about a star or something. <laughs> Just wouldn't happen. Like, she even made a joke about it, so Internet I feel like... Scene. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, with love and respect, Michaela, because I know you're listening. <laughs> I'm having a ball. Oh, I'm having the best time. <laughs> this is everything. <laughs> oh my god. Live off high value woman. Live yeah, that's the tagline now. Do you remember no we don't remember because we're all living it right now, <laughs> but you know Cozzy Cozzy Lives is a thing and that should oh, be mentioned. Big fat Cozzy Lives. Because we're all poor right now and we're all struggling. Tell me and I feel bread like we should all just... No. I went to the shop I the other day. Because I don't know. I went to the shop the other day. A loaf of white bread. Warburton's. Warburton's at Warburton's. £1.50. I'm disgusted by that. I'm offended. That is disgusting. I was like, can we all go back to the fucking socialist <laughs> pricing? What the hell is this? It's disgraceful. I think we all just need a moment to just be with each other right now and just be like, look, we're all poor, we're all struggling. And, um, you know, we're here if you need a chat. Not that that's going to help you make money, but... But you know what? We're just, we're all here for each other. That's what I'm getting no at. No one's making money right now. Only fans no. is oversaturated. That option is out the shitter. No, you can't be doing that. And even feet pick. Sorry, girls. It's oversaturated. Too you know many what's feet so sad as well? I have really nice feet. And I missed that boat. Oh, you really missed an opportunity I have there. I size eight feet. You you really missed an I opportunity really there because there's a lot of crazy men out there who are feral. For you know, feet. DM me for feet pics. Why not? Yeah, actually, if there's anyone left, I know the market's very oversaturated. Uh, bad but bitch, you to on Instagram. There's there's an asset here that's not being. It's an untapped up. resource. It really is. So you if you get are exclusive feet pics for you a and bit you only, freaky, then you know, reach out not to the magazine. Maybe <laughs> maybe just Adam, but you know, the feminist act of selling feet pics. It is kind of a feminist act, and that should be an article because really... I feel like we could really dive into I should that. Write that. 
Yeah, you really should. Right, let me add that to my to-do list. <laughs> <laughs> so. Okay. Um, let's, let's. I'm just looking for it. Okay. Quick, Big quick fire, anything you want to bring up that we've missed. Big Brother Resurgence, that was cunt. Loved that. It was missed like it. an all girls, <laughs> gays and days final. We live. Oh, sick. Um, Very cool. Um, Red, White, and Royal Blue. That was a cute film. Loved that. Um, Trisha Paytas. on my reading list. Trisha Paytas remains that girl. <clears throat> that is all, um, as you said. Exactly. Oyster girl on TikTok. Really, you eating forty eight oysters on a date, girl? That's a bit much. <laughs> um, Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg planned a literal cage fight. Yeah, we just, as a society, sort of forgot about that. But let's not. Yeah, that was you weird. know what? I really hope that they just both disappear do it. to the ether. Oh, actually. I hope they do it. And they yeah, but like, both win. Who, who do I even support? No, I want them to both lose. <laughs> well, both winning, both losing. Deeply you know. punchable faces. The Met, By winning, the... I mean they, like, knock each other out. Oh, trust. The Met Gala was a thing. Um, big shout out to the SAG after a strike. You know what? You all did the damn thing that got resolved. Oh, wait, on quickly go back to Met Gala. Carl Lagerfeld, that was a really weird moment. That that, that was a yeah. tribute. We have an article on that as well. So you guys should read it. I didn't actually write that one. <laughs> yes. Um, let me see. I have the Coronation Girl, I don't know, on here. Hayley <laughs> and Selena B. Uh, if you want to if you want to talk about Coronation, the only thing worth mentioning is the Grim Reaper showing up. I feel so bad though because it was a Greek Orthodox priest. Uh, People were like, "It's a Grim Reaper." I was like, "No, it's a culturally significant figure." Oh, is it? Yeah, he's like. Listen, it really looks. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it was the lighting, the camera angle. I don't know, but (laughs) as someone who chooses to dress like the Grim Reaper, I was like, "Okay, I feel like I need to like fight for my soul sister here." (laughs) <laughs> okay that's my rundown ellie do you want to give us a quick shoot through the list of anything that i feel like yeah. we should mention oh shit ariana de the... the baftas as well angela bassett did oh the my thing. god <laughs> you know what i loved about that is that when angela bassett did win an award she 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 went <laughs> I was like, okay. I was like, okay, Miss Bassett, I see you. <laughs> I've been seeing you since you were Marilla Lavoe and Coven. But like... Exactly. I do think Ariana got too much hate, though. Because she oh, slayed yeah, like, she the does. first... The, the, the bookends of that performance <laughs> were really good. I'm so... just saying, to everyone that gave a hate, you could never. Exactly. Exactly that. Um, I think the only things that I would want to maybe bring up. Okay, I'm gonna quick fire it. I really like that, was, that there was more conversation about the mental load this year. I think that's really important feminism for women. Absolutely. Um, I also, you know, res- um, want to send my like respect and my love out to Peg Yorkin, who was an incredible feminist who passed away this year and also um tina turner and shane o'connor thank you i was my brain couldn't choose who to say first um yeah those were some really heavy losses we felt this year and also especially for me yeah um same here and also you know maybe not feminist but matthew perry was a really big part of my life and that really upset me and um, now oh my god i'm so sorry i've forgotten his name andre Name, um, who played Captain Holt in Brooklyn Nine-Nine was a really awful one for oh, me as well because yeah. I'm a huge fan of the show. So. Not Leon Talley then. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, also, he's been dead since 2020, I think. <laughs> that would be a weird thing for me to bring up. So, I do, you know, since it's an end of year episode, we should say that. Um, also, um, the Sheehan influencer girl who took a trip to... <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was legit. Um, I hope that you are in recovery and I hope that you are wiser. Um... <laughs> I hope that you have um, 
fucking hell, I'm not my mic over then. <laughs> oh, God. It's happening. I inadvertently mic dropped. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Don't be yeah. Matt Rice. See, the thing is, I'm actually funny, so I could never. <laughs> That's the thing. I don't need to punch down to make people laugh. Exactly that. I can punch down to make people laugh, but I'm doing a lot smarter <laughs> of a way than he can. You really can, honestly. Um, you'd give him a run for his money. Queen of the drag. That's my that's my title. <laughs> oh, you you started to mention the eyebrow gate. I think that's hilarious. Honestly, I think it's hilarious. But also, leave Selena alone. What's going on with that? <laughs> <laughs> they really thought. They really, they really thought like. They, oh, I don't. Oh, really upset me. It really pissed me off about that. But um. <laughs> I will say this. I'm so tired of hearing anything about Kylie Jenner, Kendall Jenner, Hayley Bieber, and honestly, Selena at this point. Yeah. 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 Um, like, I do love Selena, though. Mm. Oh, I do too, but like the it girls need to calm down. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. We, pr- we should probably mention two major things that happened this year about like assault. Um, firstly, the football FIFA. Oh, the thing with the Spanish FIFA team. Okay, yeah, right. So that was that was crazy. We have an article about this as well, written we by Daisy, I believe. Yes, we do. So check that out. But basically, Spain's um women's soccer team won the FIFA World Cup this year, and one of the players, I forget her name, apology. I'm just not a football girly. Yeah, no, same. But she was kissed non-consensually by the coach whose last name is really really obvious mm-hmm. and um he was eventually suspended by fifa but there was a whole situation about it um and it's just shitty that even in 23 as we've seen a lot of this year women even in the most important and powerful positions and at the apex of their careers still still men being pricks mm-hmm. exactly that um and the second your pants boys <laughs> yes and the second is the incident with the, not incident, the full-on atrocity with the Italian judge um, basically creating a 10-second rule for groping. Um, this girl in Italy was groped by a janitor and the judge said that because it was uh, 10 seconds, it didn't count. And obviously... That's um, crocker shit. Crocker shit. A whole campaign started on social media where influencers were holding their like parts basically for 10 seconds and it's and they are really uncomfortable watches because believe it or not 10 seconds is quite a long time to be you know touched yeah. on consensually one second is too long let's be real yeah any second is too long so um i do i did want to you know to, not shout it out but i wanted to bring it up because it was an important anything like that that happens in a year is it's really important because as a society we need to acknowledge it grow from it and change like that's the most important thing well yeah. i say society but i mean men um and i think Period. for me that's it what i really want to do is our final little wrapped yes moment so this is adam and ellie's girly pop wrapped girly pop wrapped okay let's let's begin top album of the year Okay, top album is kind of hard. I'm going to say Guts by Olivia Rodrigo, but I'm going to shout out Mañana Será Bonito by Carl G. Bichotta Season and the record by Boy Genius and Taylor's re-recordings of 1989 and Speak Now. You nearly had an aneurysm there. You were like, I don't know who to choose. I was like, it can't compute. <laughs> um, for me, I think it's Guts. Um, It was, it was je- like... Um, objectively, an incredible Check album. Check out my review. <laughs> Just one big plug for your content. Well, it's our content. It really it's is. on the website, so do go and check it out. Top song. Okay, so Shakira Pizrap Music Sessions Volume Fifty Three. Obviously, it was my top song of the year. I'm also going to shout out Tattoo by Lorene, and um, such a good song. Logical by Olivia Rodrigo. Really hit the spot. Mm-hmm. I really... Ellie, like, oh, 
Uh, we just do it all mine because you never gave me your album. Oh, you said God. I said God. Sorry. <laughs> um, Top song of the year. I find this really hard. Um, I really, I got into a lot of new artists this year, so I'm finding it hard to choose just one. Um, I think the song that I actually listened most to was um, When I'm In Your Arms by Cleo Song. But I think she's going to be my top artist. A new song that. that, a new artist that entered my like um, regular rotation was Chapel Roan, who's a like a smaller artist, but is so good. And her song Red Wine Supernova is a fucking bot. So she might actually take my song of the year. Um, but I did also really like Olivia Rodrigo's. Um, I liked. Oh shit! What's it called? Ballad of a home homeschool girl uh, yes thank you <laughs> obviously i loved it didn't even remember the name um and um all american bitch those are i can't i can't really narrow it down that's they're just gonna have to take it valid top artist okay okay well mine's no surprise we said we actually have a shakira episode <laughs> but shakira's had an amazing year this year and the best years of her entire career Drink. she's just done so much Ooh, I'm nearly finished. <laughs> oh my god! No, you did not get through a whole bottle. Oh, trust and believe the power of women. Um, <laughs> but yes, I am going to see Shakira as a top artist. Who is your top artist? Cleo Soul for sure. Um, only because I actually found her at the beginning of the year. So, um, and she. I said that I say this all the time to Felix, but sometimes you hear a song or an artist and it clicks with your soul. If you're a music girly, it just, you don't, and yeah. sometimes you don't know why you like it. It just feels right. Like it just fits it with you. And I, and that's how I feel about Cleo Soul. I think she's incredibly talented. I think she's wonderful. And I think that her, her lyrics are very like self-love centered. And I, I adore that. I also found um, a new artist that I'd like to shout out this year. Um, literally the other day, <laughs> well, not the other day, the other week. Um, Olivia Dean. I didn't know about her before, but please, if you haven't, listen to her song "Dive" because it's a fucking bop. Like, seriously, listen to it if you've not, Adam. Because, oh, okay, I'm on it. Vibe. Okay, Ellie. Top movie. If this is even a question, it's not <laughs> Barbie. Obviously. What about yours? Same here, Barbie. But I will shout out Red, White, and Royal Blue. Cute gay love story. We deserve happiness too. But Barbie is is the film. I really need to watch it, but I need to read it. I've not because I need to read you it do. first. So Okay, so top meme. Top meme is hard. You go first. Ooh, top me it's hard for me as well, actually. Um okay, I I'm trying to think really hard about memes because I'm such a meme-forward person. Mm-hmm. Like, memes are my second language. Um, my first language is Spanish. My second language is memes. Third language is English. <laughs> <laughs> I am not good at memes. I'm bad at memes. I love memes and I laugh at all of them. I'm just bad at being the, the meme giver, you know? <laughs> you know what? I'm actually going to say the Ocean Gate memes. They were so... I'm sorry. Listen, I don't care if you think it's disrespectful. They were so funny. Highlight of my year. You know what? They signed up for this. They li- literally did. <laughs> they literally signed a disclosure that says death. So, you know. So, you know what? I don't feel bad. Ocean Gate memes. Ocean Gate memes. And then obviously the Colleen memes are worse. Oh. Of course. Uh, they were just the two, like, what the fuck moments of the year. So, the obvious, naturally, the memes were hilarious. And leading into that, <laughs> top cancellation of the year. <laughs> it's obviously got to be Colleen. I'll think about it forever. Forever and ever. You know what? Just, Colleen is probably mine, but just to, like, add on to it. Matty Healy getting dragged was beautiful because I've been hating that man. Yeah, I've also we've also been very deep in the Matt Rife cancellation because that is that's been great fun to be a part of. Honestly, it just it, it really I love a bit has. of comeuppance, you know. And I feel I just when yeah. people get served, that it's so funny that he thought that he. Do you remember how he was like, "Oh, it's so hard to be a comedian when you're like as hot as I am." I'm like, sir, 
Oh, that was so embarrassing. I saw your look like at the fish counter. Morrison's like, please calm down. It was deeply embarrassing. <laughs> oh, trust and believe. Matt Rife, you will never be safe from me. Even when everyone else has forgotten your name, I'm the shady elephant. I don't forget shit. Is the salmon thing a thing? Or have we invented that? I think we've invented it, but you know what? Everyone who's listening, spread it on. That's my meme of the year. We've <laughs> not even made it. The like one that, that you created. <laughs> Valid. Okay, top book. The woman in me. Yeah, yeah, I have to agree. Let's do a fiction and a non-fiction. The non-fiction is Britney's, obviously. Okay, fiction. Yeah. Um, You say your fiction first because I still want to like think of it. Okay. I think for books that came out this year, Yellowface... But for books that I've read this year, um, I was a bit late to the party and I don't want to be a basic bitch, but I also do because um, I read Daisy Jones and the Six this year. And for those, who, for those who know, they know I read it really early in the year, but it stuck with me. I think it's a, an amazing book. And before that, I read The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Taylor Jenkins Reid just knows how to write a fucking story. So props to her. All right. Well, you know, on that train of thought, I read the Heartstopper books for the first time this year. Oh, yeah, you did say they were good. And you know what? The Game and Illness was really fed with that one. So. <laughs> Top oh. fiction, sure, let's do that. And a new one's come out this year, which I've not read yet, but you know what? Fair enough. I need to add them to my list. Okay. okay. Top article. Hmm. I have two. Okay, share yours. Okay. My one of them. It, we are talking about new feminist articles, right? Not just random articles. Okay, just checking. Um, Daisy's... My wine, by the way. Oh, shit. I was about to be like, do you want some? I forgot you weren't here. <laughs> okay. Um, Daisy's girl math article made me cackle. Um, but I think I'm biased because in the intro paragraph, it's the conversation we had, and I, I find that so funny. Yeah. Um, but... The one that I really loved, I think, the most is your article on um, did this nun find God or her clit, I think, <laughs> was humorous, but you also raised some incredibly valid points. Like it was, and you wove it into such, like a bigger narrative. Um, and I, yeah, highly recommend that one because it, it, it's, Aww, it's entertaining, informative, Ellie. it hits all the... Ticks all the boxes. Oh, that's actually really sweet. Thank you. Um, I was really proud of the article, and I feel like it's like one that's not maybe got the most love because it's obviously like religious articles don't really do as well. It did all right. Um, it got some hate though. I've got to say the 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 Christian <laughs> the Christian babes <laughs> were not vibing. <laughs> oh, slightly love that. Um, <laughs> of articles that I wrote myself, um, probably the article about Latinas, um. I'm proud of that just because of the connotations about it. And obviously it's like no Stuart Shakira and all that. So that definitely has something. I would say articles that I didn't write. I love your Roman Empire article. Like, Aww, just keep it real. Thanks. And I also did really, really, really love the um the Love Actually article. That oh, Daisy that's wrote. true. It's just come out if you guys. Well, it came out last week for you guys listening, but Hot off the press. It's Christmas, so you should actually read it, and you should read it out to your family because it's really good fun. It's a li- a, a ranking of all It'll the men in love. Actually, it is really really funny. So definitely do. Can I just say though, my mm. article about Latinas came from a playlist. I went above and beyond for y'all. You really truly did, and it was beautifully written. So you know, Thank we've you. we've had a year. We took a break we've come back and we really smashed it with like high quality we've we've not brought out the same amount of content as the other years but we in terms of quality we've really smashed it out the park yeah i i mean i like we definitely as editor-in-chief and senior editor we've talked about like our goals for new year a little bit and um we know where we want to go but um i think that in all fairness you know we're we're kind of a mom and pop organization, <laughs> and we've—I feel like we've done quite well for ourselves. Yeah, I think so. Top moment of the year. I want to hear yours. 
Um, is this personal or just like in the world? Let's do one personal and one like in the world. Okay, so in the world, I'm I'm so I just can't get over Colleen. Like I it, <laughs> she did something to me that just like <laughs> I've never been shocked so much like in my life that it's just never left me. It shat it like shook me. <laughs> I don't even know, but probably that. Um, I also. Despite the horrible situation, got so much joy out of it. <laughs> um, it was comic genius to really, be fair. It really was. And then my personal top moment, I've got to think about it. Tell me yours. Okay, so top cultural moment. I'm sorry, I'm a Shakira stan. It's Shakira's biz rap session. I think <laughs> because if you know about Shakira. She's always been very guarded about her personal life. And that song, she put so much out there. So it was a bit of a diversion from form for her. But it was such a moment for women across Latin America, across Europe, across the world. And she did the damn thing. Like, Shakira Mubarak did the thing. Yeah. Like, and it kind of, for me, it really set the tone this year. Because coming into this year, it was like, okay... I was still dealing with some like breakupy stuff kind of at the beginning of this year, which sounds crazy because I broke up with my ex like it literally like two years ago now. But I was still feeling kind of fresh in some ways. And Shakira, awful as it is going through her breakup, her music really helped me. It kind of got me through the last sort of stages of like healing and kind of more than healing, like reclaiming power. Mm. So I love Shakira. I'm grateful. I know you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> that, we know you're listening oh i love that i'm so glad that that, that yeah you know, she... oh, man i wish and i had I really... an icon in the same way like that's that's amazing yeah and then um in shakira's um community one of my really close friends i gave her a shout on our shakira episode she went for a breakup literally like she broke up with her boyfriend i think maybe two days before two days after the biz rap session dropped mm-hmm. and i was like wow that's like perfect timing Personal moments, my sister getting married. Has to be. It was a wonderful day. It was the perfect day. I served. She served. It was wonderful. Oh. I can't, on reflection, I can't believe I just gave Colleen my top spot, you know. I am going <laughs> to retract retract that and keep her as best cancellation. And instead, um, the Barbie movie is my cultural moment. Um, Period. It was, a, it was a big deal for me. Because as I said, like it, it did a thing that I was trying to do. <laughs> like it was huge um and then i guess for a personal moment um oh shit i guess restarting the magazine even though i decided to do it last year i I did it this year yeah um that's a for big... those of you that don't know we had like a bit of a, a hiatus period um because it's hard when like i said we're a mom and pop organist like we're very small and when one of us is out of action, like we're all out of action, basically. So Ellie was very brave to like, now nah, we're gonna keep going, and we've. I feel like this has been our best year yet, really, as a magazine. Yeah, and that's largely because because of Ellie and all the work that she's done and the Thanks. determination she's brought to the magazine. So everyone, give a big thank you and a big shout out to Ellie. <laughs> she she you know remains what? an icon and a legend. I stop keep going. No. <laughs> um I um thank you. And I think I will never quit. Even if it's just me working on it by myself. I think I'm just gonna keep it going forever. There's no reason for it to, you know? So um yeah, I guess that was my my moment. But I also think any little wins the magazine has, um, beating our like readership, um, like we recently beat our like Google um the amount of clicks we got from Google like the other week, which I forgot to tell the team about, but we did that. <laughs> um I'll surf. Yeah. And um just any little wins, they really make my year. Um, you know, having the new website up, all of all of that stuff has been huge for me. Um I know it's not technically to do with me, but when Felix completely unprompted, out of the blue quoted Bell Hooks. It, internally i went oh my god i've won <laughs> like i am, oh i love that I, I literally have like w- like t- and i'm i've never even talked to him about bell hooks like it was a moment like that was a big moment for me i was like oh my god i've done it <laughs> he's a feminist 
I love that. Okay, so top high value women episode. Ooh, um, I really, for some reason, adored speaking to Georgie Jones. I think she was amazing, and I love that one. I also really loved. Oh my god, there are so many this year. We've done we've done such a good job, you know. We really have. We can delivered. Yeah, I loved our Hair Street episode with Josh. I think that was amazing. Yes. Um and I also have just loved spending time with you just like chatting shit Lovely. about pop culture. Like j- just chatting shit about like America's Next Top Model and like shitty diet shows and just like bitching about them. Because that's what we've done and it's been so fun. Oh, we're so sloppy, all of it. <laughs> I, I, it's hard for me to narrow down one as well. I think, yeah. first of all, like, Miss Kay was, like, a big highlight oh, for me. Oh like, God, she I was forgot. so yeah. amazing. Um, I had so much Georgie fun on that well. one as well. Oh, Miss Kay, she, honestly, guys, follow on TikTok. She, like, I just, I could listen to her talk for, for years. Yeah, 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 same. Um, obviously, selfishly, Shakira episode <laughs> was, like, a big one for me um but yeah i feel like i don't think we've had a episode that i'm like oh that's kind of like a bit of a a week a weaker one yet Mm um honestly our first episode as well i feel like we kind of we jumped in with a lot of teeth and i love that about us um, but yeah, it's just been it's just been lovely to spend more time with you and just to chat more shit. I agree. Hey, you forgot top TV show. Oh, um, for me, The Last of Us loved it. Um, big fat slay on that. But also shout out to Daisy Jones and the Six because I read the book, loved it. The TV show did it justice. I really think it did, even though it did like it wasn't. It didn't stick to. It the... condensed it a bit. I thought it did a really good job at like the vibes. Yeah, it was like yeah. exactly the the vibe I sort of imagined. Um, uh, I think my favorite. Uh, I'm I'm torn between three. Um, I adored our flag means death girl you have got to watch that like it's yes ma'am so... no seriously are you kidding gay pirates that's me, enough me. for me it's it's really good um and then um i'm not an anime girly but i really enjoyed one piece the live action um i slay maybe it was for the eye candy but slay um and also the new season of what we do in the shadows none of these are very feminist but i just it's my bag like i really enjoyed it that killed me off that's probably my winner um because i just have never laughed so hard in my life slay love it okay so we (laughs) okay this one that you added Personal most feminist moment of the year or maybe just your proudest feminist moment of the year yeah yeah what what was yours? Um, I think on a personal level, I've been very proud of myself this year because last year for me was a lot about rediscovering who I was and finding myself again as an adult. And I felt like I had a lot of my earlier 20s stolen and had to really find who I was. This year, it was celebrating and enjoying that. Um, and while it's not necessarily feminist on the face of it i think it no, is No, it is it absolutely is um and i also think there's been times in my professional life where i've had to really assert myself particularly on the lines of children and why i don't want to have them mm-hmm. um and i've not shied away from being very assertive and standing up for myself which is something i think a younger me wouldn't have done so those are proud moments for me and just proud moment personally i'm just so proud of my friends and my family and all the people around me that i love mm. i've spent a lot of time in my life cultivating my relationships to be with people that i think really add a lot to my happiness mm-hmm. and who i feel like i can really contribute to their happiness and i feel like this year is a year where that really was solidified so oh, yeah no i i'm sort of with you i feel like what you said about what you had last year i sort of had this year I feel like I found my, I've learned about myself way more than I ever have in a year this year. And I feel like I have embraced that more unapologetically than I ever have. And I adore that. I think that I have been a bit more confident in my decisions, in, you know, the way I speak to people, hold myself. And I, I'm proud of myself for that. If we're going very feminist though, I did 
stop pursuing a job this year and it was for a feminist in quotations company that was lacking diversity and I felt did not hold up to their values and I, I needed I needed the money and I hate I, I didn't want to stay in my job my boss doesn't listen to this this is fine thanks <laughs> <laughs> god um but that was a big deal for me. I turned it down. And that's that's a big deal to do that based on you know, like it, it morals, really ethics. So that was it. I feel like that was a big moment for me. Yeah. Uh, and I love that this has been a year of you discovering who you are. Because I think from when I met you, I knew who you were. Aww. And I think you helped I me get that... there, to be honest, Rusty. Oh, Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope that this year has been a year of realising that you've seen what I see in you and what the people around you see in you a lot as well because so sweet. beyond the fact that you're because I can like talk to the cast and come about you, you create a platform, you're an amazing person you're intelligent, you're this, that and the other I think there's so much to be said about how kind and genuine of a person you are as well that's so nice and that's devoid of your activism and your platform that you've created and the continuation of that platform I think just as a person on a interpersonal level you've been um you're a lovely person and you have a really true genuine heart and i think that needs to be said i'm so bad at taking compliments like it's so me to make a compliment terrible joke right now so i'm really trying not to um thank you that means so much no because wait a second though because i know because back at you fully i feel like you have made me so much more confident in myself I feel like I had fallen out of touch with a lot of my uni friends and it and having a connection that was like, I just needed a, a, a friendship that Aww. pulled me out of that and you you fully have. And I could, everything you said about me, I could say right back to you, honestly. I told you about when I'm like, oh, what would Adam do in this situation? Like, I look up to you just as much, so. I'll tell you this though, like, and my friends know this, I don't give myself to everybody. I'm very selective about the people I give that energy to. I, me too, me too. Most, mostly because I'm shit at it. So you, you know, you're special when I've actually taken time to mm. reply to you. Oh, <laughs> I've been that person. That I've given myself to everybody in my life before, mm. and everyone that I've known. I am good at giving that energy to people that don't deserve it. But I'm at the point in my life where, like, no, you only get it if you deserve it. Mm. So, yeah. Do you know what? Whilst we're here and we are, we're being emotive i want to i it's the end of the year and i have to i mention my mum every single episode like if you guys listen you know i bring up my it, we should have a little thing to drink when i bring up my mum she also happens to be our number one fan literally her spotify wrapped was top one percent <laughs> she and i'm so grateful for her and i have to say because this is a feminist show that i've never seen so much growth rapid growth in a person she has absolutely like embraced every single thing I've I've thrown at her when it comes to feminism which is really hard for somebody to do when they've grown up a certain way and she has just been amazing and she's my my best friend so I just just want to shout Aww. out to my mama because she's just the best and um shout I'm really, Wendy. really proud of her so I haven't met her yet but I will you will in the new year <laughs> and I'm not sure she's ready for me yet. <laughs> she is, definitely. She loves you. Okay, yeah. well, Wendy, just so you know, I'm talking to you directly. <laughs> I'm coming for you. <laughs> I'll be there. I'm definitely coming down in June at the earliest. <laughs> at the latest even, let's just say. Right. I'll be there. The final okay. thing we have going on. Predictions and then Roman Empires. Yes. Let's dive in. Okay. Predictions for next year. Wizard oh. is outed as a not. <laughs> Ellie Matthew, I feel. I'm sorry, I'll stop. I'll stop. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Um, no, but for real, maybe Jimmy Carlo. Don't trust him. Oh. <laughs> Um, I don't. I'm from. I'm not trying to get us cancelled. It's just happening. Honestly, if we get cancelled because of you and not me, I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> it's like you stole my job. <laughs> um, um, I don't know, girl. Who knows? I predict, um, Kardashian drama. Always. 
but I think like Kardashians fallen off kind of drama. I feel like oh. like last next year is like the last year they'll have any relevancy. Like this time next year, we're going to be saying we're leaving the Kardashians in twenty twenty four. Yeah, and I, the reason I say that is like we had this with Paris Hilton a bit, like where she was around for the two thousands, wasn't really around for the two thousand tens, and she'd come back. Mm-hmm. I think the Kardashians are going to drop off, and then in like a few years they're going to come back. I think they're going to have like the quiet era. Interesting. Um, I also think Shakira's finally going to release an album and tour. Mm-hmm. Please, dear God, I hope I'm so. Desperate for your sake, for my sanity. <laughs> um, you know what? As well, I'ma be real. Taylor and Travis, I think that they're going to be Endgame. Yeah. And I, I say with that, that with caution because given Shakira's past, I don't trust athletes with my girls. <laughs> but that's where I'm at. Okay. Okay. What was your Roman Empire this year? My Roman Empire this year. Okay. There's three moments I will never forget for the rest of my life. And when people ask me what happened in 2023, I'll probably forget a lot of the stuff we've talked about, aside from three things. This is the year of the Barbie movie. It was groundbreaking. Completely. Barbie is 2023. Um, Colleen, again, well, I'm going to bring her up again. Toxic Gossip Train will forever be (laughs) in my playlist. Um, Actually, disclaimer, it's not actually, but I will always... You know what's so funny, though? What? Neither you nor I actually watched her when we were young. No, no. Which is the real thing. No, not at all. But I think maybe that's why it's even funnier to me. I don't know. Um, and um, finally, the Titan sub. I'll like basically. I'll just remember the batshit crazy stuff that happened this year. They will be my Roman empires. I'll never. They pop into my head. I'll just be minding my own business, and they just pop into my head, and I've not even asked for it. So I know that's going to continue. What are you? Okay, so okay, so this is my. Eternal Roman Empire. Ooh. I found out this year that in Antarctica, oh yes, in the like, oh, I forget what it's called now, but basically there's a valley inland in Antarctica, which is real dry. There's no snow, no ice, no nothing, but there's a fuckload of mummified seals, and some of them are like five thousand years old, and they just crawl inland, and no one knows why, no one knows the reason. But they're just there, and they're just like mummies in the middle of Antarctica, and the seals that have been there since like before Jesus and the Buddha were like chilling on this earth. So they will remain my Roman Empire. I think about them literally about, I'd say on average, about 40 times a day. Just these random seals just left in the middle of Antarctica for no apparent reason. No. It's so funny because we have a group chat named Mummified Seals. It, it like Adam's not like. <laughs> no, it stays in my memory. It stays there. That yeah. and also the theory that everyone's gonna become a crab. But yeah, that's an interesting one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'll explain it, but feel free to cut this out because it's a bit of random science. Okay. Basically, spider crabs, coconut crabs, many crabs are not true crabs. They're completely separate ecological genealogical lineages but basically the body plant of a crab has convergently evolved about seven or eight times in the tree of life and so there are a handful of scientists that think that basically the pinnacle of evolution is becoming a crab and that every living thing is going to become a crab eventually and i think about that all the time because i think about i mean first of all i don't want children but i also think about wow what if like down the line everyone is a crab it's called carcinogenization. I've heard of that though. I have heard of that. That's really weird. And I love Seals how and we're, we're leaving the final episode of a feminist podcast. <laughs> and the, fi- <laughs> the final thing that we're saying is mummified seals and everybody might come a- become a crab. I think that's, yep. a, that's a winning winning end. I, I, I couldn't ask for anything else. And that's it, guys. That is our full 2023 wrapped episodes. We hope you enjoyed them. And we will be back on the 8th of January with a very special guest. We are so excited and you're going to love it. You're just getting spoiled this year already. You really are. So you know where to find us. Thenewfeminist.co.uk At the New Feminist Magazine on Instagram and at TNFs on all other socials. And this year, we're going to promise to be even more chaotic. 
I hope you've enjoyed listening. Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year. Bye. Bye.